Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. Well, good afternoon and happy Sunday. So glad that you're spending time listening to this show. And if you are listening to one of the podcasts or off the website at CynthiaHyatt.com, I'm so glad that you joined us and so glad that you are taking time to really improve the life that God has for you and to get the best out of it and to be, obviously, your own best version. So we're really focusing this entire month on really how to set up this new year to be the best year ever. And again, I remind you, that doesn't mean it's the best in comparison to all the previous years. It means that we're going to make sure that 2020 is the best year it can possibly be. So we want the most out of this year. And we want to make sure that we learn whatever it is that God has for us to learn so that we don't have to relearn it next year, right? So are you ready for the best year ever? Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know that we're doing about six different things to really set up to have that best year and how we do that. And the first one was, remember, it's God's will, God's way, and it's a position of intention. So we really set ourselves up to be intentional, that we don't let life happen to us, that we do our own life and we own our own life. And, and as we move forward, we remember that we're going to bring this year to a close, that 2019 is over, it's dead. And just like we don't go to the graveyard and, and dig people back up, we let it lie. We let it lie. It's over. And God's doing new things, right? So as we look to that particular issue, the new thing that God is doing, we want to make sure that we're really participating in that. And so we seek we ask, and we believe. And so God has afforded us this new year. So if he's given you another year, you want to really embrace it and own it as much as he does. See, he hasn't abandoned this year just as he hasn't abandoned any of the years prior. He's been with us every step of the way since the beginning of time. And we have that wonderful verse that I love. It's Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. And this is the New International Version. And it says to us, forget the former things, don't dwell on the past. I'm doing a new thing. It springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. That means he's making a way for us that has never been before. And he's making sure that, he, that we have what we need as we are walking through a fallen world. And this is really important for us as we really begin to trust God with all that we have. So we remind ourselves that when we're doing this new thing, that the new beginning is not just a redo, right? It's a reset. So the redos, sometimes God gives us redos. And I'm, I'm thankful that he has given some of them to me. And I do get to redo some things. But I also want to make sure that if I'm afforded a redo, 
that I reset it as well so that I don't have to ask for another redo, right? So God's the only one that can actually give you a new beginning. And it really is more than just a redo. It's even more than a reset. It's more than a second chance. God gives a new thing. So every year, he's giving us another opportunity to be who he has asked us to be, to learn to be the best version that we could ever be for him, and to embrace the life that he has given us. So when God gives us a new thing, a new year, it's something that's never happened before. It's not a remake. It's not an updated version. See, he actually gives a brand new thing. And we want to embrace that. We don't want to fall into the rut of, here we go again, it's another January, and you know, for those of us in Phoenix here, it's another summer, right? That we're really recognizing that everything that happens every day is a new day. His mercies are new every morning. So when we look at the word new, I want you to think about what, what it really means is that it's never existed before, it's never been made, it's never been introduced, it's never even been discovered. And so it is now for the first time. That's what that word really means. And it's synonymous with original, fresh, imaginative, creative, experimental, right? Up to date, newfangled, right? <laughs> I mean, I love this. And so it's opposite of old or things that are already existing or old-fashioned. That's what you want to think about. When the word new is used by God, he really means brand new, never happening before. And this is really important for us to understand that it is not previously used. It's never been owned before. It's not secondhand. It's like when we have a new baby. Every human being is new. There's never been a repeat of you. You're a one-time occurring person. You haven't existed before. And so this is why new things are unfamiliar or strange. It's, it's like we want to say, wow, this is a way of living that's new to me. I, I have never done this before. Right? I have some new assistance. I have some new help. I have some new problems. Now, this is in addition to many things that travel into this new year with us. But we're wanting to make sure that whatever travels into the new year, we are also seeing as new. So that if it's traveling from last year or from 10 years ago, we really are doing and redoing those things so they are made new in this year. So let's look at this passage in, in Isaiah 43 again. And let's look at it in the message translation, which is a little more prolific. And it's a little bit more expansive, and I love that. And it's a little bit more dramatic. So it says, this is what God says. The God who builds a road right through the ocean. Now, didn't he do that for the Israelites, right? He builds a road right through the ocean. He carves a path through pounding waves. This is the God who summons horses and chariots and armies. They lie down and then can't get up. They're snuffed out like so many candles. This is God saying, I can get rid of things to the point that it's as if it never existed. So this is what God does oftentimes in my office with clients. There's pain that finally 
is completely snuffed out. The memory of the event is there. The facts remain that it occurred, but the pain is completely gone. And God can do that. So this is what, this is super important. So he says they're snuffed out like so many candles. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert, be present. I'm doing a brand new thing. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert, rivers in the badlands. Wild animals will say thank you. The coyotes and the buzzards because I provided water in the desert. He says, wild animals will say thank you. So wild things will recognize the goodness of God. And he says, it's because I provided water in the, in the desert and rivers through the sun-baked earth. Now, isn't that prolific for us to really think about how powerful it is that we live in the desert and God is saying, I'm providing water to a sun-baked earth. Well, how many of you feel like your heart feels baked sun-baked, scorched, dead, vacuous. And God says, listen, I'm bringing water to the desert, rivers. That's abundance. And he says, drinking water for the people I choose, the people I made especially for myself, a people custom-made to praise me. So this is one of the most important lines I want you to think about. A people custom made to praise me. Think about how odd it is.